Hey, yo, ho, ho, ho. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to Max Wrestling, episode 406. This is your captain speaking, along with El Jefe Moses Marquez, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. Welcome to Christmas Clash. We are joined today by the reigning Mr. Iron Bank, wishing you a very Merry Crimmins. It's DC Daniel Crimmins. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, them, DC. Top of the morning to you, big dog. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you both. Right, coming up on tonight's Christmas special, we will hear from your reigning world champion and one third of my boys, the modern day outlaws, Travis the Walker Anderson. John Cena pops the old school fans and makes a surprise comeback on next week's SmackDown. Bronson Reed shows up on Raw. New enemies are made at Dynamite's Holiday Bash and more. Plus, we are announcing challengers for the two title matches that you have been voting for on the Maxis. Thank you very much. Um, before we begin, remember to like and sub to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on social yes, media at Max Wrestling UK. The website has changed because Weebly want me to pay like $120 a year to keep the domain name, even though I'm paying for the domain name separately. Exactly. Um, so you can now find us at maxwrestling.net slash weebly.com. It's all good. We'll get the names back. Don't you trip. The thing that Weebly don't know is half this show is <laughs> a fucking web designer. <laughs> I'll fuck up, Weebly. Maybe. Yeah, um, I was quite happy paying twenty a, a year for the right? domain name. Now they want me to pay for the website separately. So no, fuck you. Fuck off. Especially this close to Christmas. Come on, it's Christmas. Um, so let's kick it off with, like we said, Branson Reed showing up on Raw, the latest of Triple H's uh, buybacks. Hey, come on there, boy. I mean, is he going to make a difference? That's the real question. Is he going to make an impact? No puns intended. I, I'm honestly excited for it. You know, they they haven't had a good big man in a while, and I, I'm not counting Braun because, well, Braun. <laughs> Why would you? Braun is Braun. You know, out of, Braun looks so out of place in WWE. Coming back to WWE, he looked even more out of place playing the WWE superstar in an NFL game. <laughs> he looks out of place wearing red skinny jeans all day long. Yeah, even even at Christmas. I yeah, mean, Christmas. Bronson, Jonah, whatever you want to call him, like dude can move for a guy his size. Yeah, absolutely. To me, he kind of reminds me of like a Bam Bam Bigelow. Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah. a really good comparison. Um, there had there has been a lot of people Triple H brought back since taking over in August. So what? Uh, September, October, November. It's like four or five months, and he's brought mm-hmm. so many people back. Um, we saw reports last week that he's been disappointed with some of them. We've seen report this week that that's false. Um, but we also talked last week how we could see how some have been slightly underwhelming maybe uh carrying cross yeah. um oh come on uh, top dollar just just lose the hair oh top dollar man top hit dollar. ropes uh, uh oh, i love my mans i love aj francis <laughs> i love aj francis i do it it, it was it was a one-off botch i think hey, we've seen I'm him a, do it before again Tell any defensive lineman in the NFL to go do that right now, and they're not going to do it. They're not going to be able to do it, okay? Can you do it? Can you do it? Because I bet you you can't. 
you might fuck it up too. And you're not 350 pounds. Right. I'm, I'm just old. saying. I'm old. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I was ballsy 20 years ago. Not now. Hey, hey, I, I, I ain't jumping right. over shit. I'm not Undertaker. I, I'm not, you know, a 56-year-old man doing a, a dive. Let's keep it funky. We're, we're parents around here, you know what I mean? We see a toy on the ground. We're stepping aside. We're not jumping over that bitch. <laughs> hey, Dad, you, you haven't had to deal with Legos on the floor yet. <laughs> oh, no, you're lucky. No. Um, <clears throat> what, what have I got on the floor right now? Just random shit. Not, none you're of lucky. which is very hard. So Went into a big wheel in the middle of the night last night. I just Ow. kick stuff. Like, what the fuck Bob, is out there in there? The thing that kills me is this thing is dark, is like red as hell. You know what I mean? Like, you think it would stick out even in the dark? Fuck no. <laughs> so there's two possibilities with um, with Branson Reed. Either he does make an impact, as like we said, the uh, big guy. <clears throat> excuse me, big guy we haven't had for a long time, or he gets lost in the shuffle. Um, I've seen a lot of people complain how he had it basically made in Japan. They let him beat Okada, which is huge, and yet yeah. he's come back for the money. Hey, there's a lot of cats that beat <laughs> Okada that came back for the money. It, there's know, a lot of cats. Don't like. Let's not come on now. To be fair, you know, and and this is one of the times when you know I really don't like wrestling fans. Mm, mm-hmm. And Mo, you and I, I think we talked about this last week. Is like. As as long as he's happy, if this is what he wants to do, then let him do it. Like, Why are we so mad about a motherfucker getting his bread? Let's keep it honest with ourselves, okay? I mean, and I'll be and and I will raise my hand. Eight years ago, maybe eight nine years ago, when the indie thing was getting to me, where like guys were made true impacts on the indies, and it was like, oh. Indies will never be the same without a Johnny Gargano, without a Tommaso Ciampa, without a Ricochet, without whatever, whatever. But we weren't mad that they were going to WWE. We were like, cool, let them go. Maybe they'll use it. Maybe we'll this. Maybe we'll that. When did that flip? It flipped when AEW started. Let's keep it funky. It flipped when AEW started. And now, oh, well, they're just going to ruin them. And they're just, who cares at this point? And again, now at this point, fast forward that eight, nine year mark to like three years ago, I was the same cat. Oh, you're just going to get wasted in the E. You're just going to get wasted in the E. Why was I saying that? Because that's exactly my thoughts. But the reality is we don't need to be thinking about how they're going to be used. Let them go get fucking paid. Let's keep that real. Go get your fucking money. This guy, the guy we're cheering on right now, the Bronson Reeds, the, um, Fucking like again, the Johnny Garganos, the Tommaso Chompas, those were the cats that were maxing out, making maybe 50 grand, 60 grand a year on the indies, having to work four nights a week, hopefully to sell some merch money. Yeah, they were big on the indies, but that doesn't mean they were like, you know, fucking huge rich money. Go get paid. Plus, we got a lot more faith in the WWE system these days. Yeah. I mean, with very few exceptions, it's been night and day and like, you know, looking at a guy like Karrion Cross, who he's been used slightly better, but only slightly. Yeah. I think they are stuck with, um, like, I don't know. Something tells me Trips looks at um, looks at the, the, the E and says, I, if I could do NXT, I would, but I can't because NXT is still going to do NXT. 
and he's like in this weird in the middle. I got to keep the the shareholders and the and the fucking uh, you know, the big the big corporate bosses happy, but yeah. I got to try to feed something to the wrestling fans to try to get them back. He understands that this is a wrestling product. Yes, it's sports entertainment, but he understands that's what got you guys here is wrestling. Oh, yeah. Thinks that. <laughs> uh, so I mean, also he's aligned with the Miz, which hasn't been What's wrong great. With that? I mean, it hasn't he doesn't have a great track record of his um sidekicks doing well afterwards. So we had like Alex Riley. Uh, I think he went back to NXT after the Miz. Sandow did okay. Sandow I was just did say, I was great. Like, Sandow, Sandow got was... so over, but then he got so buried. He so got buried. Yeah, I was gonna say he got buried because Vince was like, "Watch, you want to see something funny?" Yeah. No, motherfucker, I want to see you push somebody. <laughs> I mean, the the dude got the Macho Mandow gimmick over. <laughs> he he got every gimmick over. I don't know yeah, a dude. He was like a gold dust without having to be a fucking pervert. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, without having that. to be so goddamn extra. He was well. He had to be extra, but without having to be so flamboyant. That's the words I'm looking for. Yeah. He was literally able to adapt to every. He was the perfect like Miz copy, the perfect Miz copy to the point where I was like, shit, I kind of like the Miz just because sound out like, makes it look so fucking good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. The 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 macho one gimmick was really good. And as, in all reality, they allowed him to be him for a bit against John, but then it's big match John. Like I was just explaining to uh, to one of the younger cats that was telling me like, oh, John Cena's still wrestling because he had overheard me getting. I was like, oh, I'm I'm low key excited he's coming back. He's like, I thought you guys hated him. I said, no, hold your phone, hold the hold, we, hold watch. We have mouth. a complicated relationship with John Cena. <laughs> Thank you very much. You put it perfectly. <laughs> We have a let's keep it honest here. Um, when he came with the doctor, like we were still kind of like, uh, we like John, he's kind of back. I mean, I guess we're we, we were at the okay stages of John coming back, and he hits us with the doctor <laughs> thugonomics. And we have well, everybody popped, I popped, everybody popped. I remember my wife looking at me like, What the fuck is he wearing? And I'm like, You shut your mouth, <laughs> you shut your mouth right now. Um, other than that, I mean, it was, it was, ju- it's just, it's. When it was big, when it was John against the world, and the world was never gonna beat him. Yeah, it got fucking annoying. But now he's been funny. He's been a he's been a dad trying to block his daughter from having sex. He's been the fucking peacemaker. He's been a part of fucking um, uh, what was the other goddamn movie? He's a fucking part of step stepdads and shit, hanging out with Mark Wahlberg and all that. Like it, it was. He's Vin he's, Diesel's little brother. Thank you. That's the one I wanted, but I didn't want to say it out loud because I feel it's a little embarrassing. But still, but still, the fact is, is this guy went out, branched out, allow us to love all the, love or like any of the characters he's done. And let's keep it funky. You, I loved everything he's done. I don't give a shit. It's all fucking good. He is, he's literally formed himself to acting in such a way where it is like, bro, maybe you are better than The Rock. What the fuck's going on here? I mean, that's just me. You know what I mean? Because not all of his goddamn movies are in the jungle. I'm sorry. Please don't kick my ass. <laughs> but the heart was what's the what's the old saying? The heart absence uh, uh, makes the heart grow fonder. Mm, mm-hmm. And when that motherfucker not around, boy, and he want to come back, ah, yeah, I'm getting. I'm gonna watch on a Friday night. What do you mean you don't ever watch Friday night? You shut your mouth. John Cena's oh, coming back. Also, look, if you guys think about it, like since 
Cena's been gone and come back a couple of times. Like he's put people over in big ways, in big ways. And that's the like, thing. That's the thing that I don't think we're truly taking into context. Look at his match with Brock from a few years ago. Nobody has ever beat him like that. Ever. That's the truth. Like he got in like maybe three moves of offense. And again, we still talk about that. It's still being talked about. But that's like, even think about most more recently when he's been coming back. Yeah, with Roman. Like, exactly, against Roman. Like, I hate to say it like that, but he's he's helped Roman take that couple extra steps. Roman is Roman peaked a year and a half ago. Let's keep it honest with ourselves. He peaked a year and a half ago. This whole, the thing he started with, John rekindled some shit. The yeah. bloodline and the takeover and the da 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 da. It eventually had to be, but you had to beat a John. It's not like the. It's not like the old man. You got to beat a giant on your way to your championship. No, you just got. You just got to. You know, you got to beat John. John beat Cena John. is that giant. Exactly. And you know what? John, with beating John Cena, it allowed us to build again. The fantasy league is going nuts. Ignore my phone. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. Um. Yeah, absence does make. I was think I was thinking of that exact quote just before you mentioned it. That's why I knew it as soon as I knew what you were talking about. Um, the more we don't see, no pun intended, John Cena, the more we miss him. Hey, I've, I've seen many of photos on the internet of an invisible man holding some stuff. Okay. As, yeah, I saw I saw a picture of the, uh, the that old spinner belt like just floating in midair. Right. I was like, I swear to God, that thing's just hanging there. It's haunted. Thought it must have been a ladder match. (laughs) Another old saying, um, you don't know what you got till it's gone. I don't think we realized until John Cena became part-time or sometime. Yeah, no, I'm part-time. Just how important he was. His presence is undeniable. And since he's gone Hollywood, there has been a huge A-list household name missing. They've tried with Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Okay, Roman's pretty famous. Yeah. But a lot of more people that I speak to are going to know who John Cena is than they know who Roman Reigns is. Big time. Big time. Yeah. And that was before he became an actor. And hey, let me let me throw this wrench at all y'all out there. Like, oh, whatever. You're just talking shit. We got sick of Stone Cold, too. And the rock. for yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying, there was a time and a period during a lot of wrestlers' points, whether they were the fucking tippity-top to the biggity-bottoms, there was a time when we got sick and fucking tired. I'm wearing a shirt of Roddy fucking Piper for fuck's sake. There was a time where people hated Roddy Piper. I don't know. I mean, they, they were out of their fucking minds. But, oh, but there, was, there was a time. Exactly. We'll say, it, yeah, <laughs> we'll say it this way. John Cena was his generation's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. A million percent. That is the best, the best comparison you can give him. Just, you know, not racist. Yeah. Mm. Shit, he's the opposite of racist. Are you kidding me? Yes. John Cena's one of them. I'm about to say, John, low-key John Black. Let's keep it funky. John is black. I, I, I shared a video the other day of um, an, old, an old clip of John Cena and Booker T with Kevin Federline in a ring. Uh, Booker, Not Booker apparently K-Fed. loved K-Fed. Oh, no. Cena's like, you've officially lost your status as a black man. I'm like, only John Cena can tell you you've lost your bro card. That's it. There, there's no other white man on this planet. 
<laughs> not a not a, not a white not not even Eminem can tell you you lost your black card. It is John Cena and John Cena alone. And the reality is, is you're not going to know who told it to you. No, because you can't see him. Mm-mm. Um, and you know what? There was no leak. Like it, it was a genuine surprise to see Cena on SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, everybody saying it wasn't going to happen. And that's I'm sorry. Was that? Or was that not the way it used to fucking be? Yes. You want real pops, real surprises? I don't need to hear on Twitter that, oh, they may be coming back. I don't need to read on Bleacher Report. Oh, there's reports of them coming back. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. If you want to give me, like, the card coming up, fine. You want to give me uh, uh, results from the fucking uh, house shows, from the indies, fine, whatever. Stop fucking spoiling shit. Stop it. I mean, it's like... I, I, to me, that was like the biggest return since, honestly, Edge. Exactly. Like it's, I, it's going to be a huge fucking pop. You wanted big numbers. Guess what? You garnered big numbers. You're going to garner them. Like you remember a couple years ago, Royal Rumble. You know, counts down. Edge's music hits, and he, you see him come out in his gear. Yeah, even though it was teased. Online, a lot of us, including me, didn't believe it. It was like, ah, it's just fantasy book, and he's not really coming back. He's never coming back. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Two two years later, look what happened. Garnered such a reaction, the cat could not hold back his own emotions. And then oh, you know, yeah. a couple years before that, it was uh, the debut of AJ Styles. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we that one was a. I think that was one of those ones where like we knew he was on his way. We Maybe. just didn't know when. Yeah, no. Well, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I get what you're driving at, but I I had that feeling. I was like, once it was, a, it was like AJ is going to be that guy, and once he goes, then we started seeing nothing but a bunch of like, what was it? Nakamura was next, and then yeah. hell, they were teasing Naito leaving. Maybe even Okada was going to leave. I'm laughing my ass off. That'll never happen. But I've never seen anybody come from TNA slash Impact and have the run that AJ's had. No. Nope. Joe. And even he, what Joe, I think Joe would have done See, if Joe's he'd have kept the, up the injured list. Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. If Joe would have had the run in WWE that he's had in AEW and not got injured all the time, he'd have been great. Factual. He would have been a um, little champion by now. And also if oh, Vince hadn't been the booker. Yeah. I think oh, the great yeah. thing with AJ's surprise was he knew people wouldn't believe it. And even True. he said himself on his last indie booking, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble, knowing that nobody's still going to believe it. Nah, he's just trolling us. AJ's not going to be in the Rumble. Why else would he say he's going to be in the Rumble? <laughs> and then the fucking, the goddamn camera cut, the anticipation. Uh, First off, he either got a bonus or he ever. got fired. Let's keep it fucking. He either got a bonus or he got fired. Yeah. He was either rewarded or he was punished. Let's keep it fucking. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> go ahead. You remember when uh, when Edge returned and like they cut away from him? I don't know what did it. They have to have like twenty camera cuts per fucking thirty seconds. I understand wanting to get the crowd, but yeah. come on, okay, come on, moments. man. Hey, come on, I like that. And with AJ, there was no need to show Roman's reaction. Can't wait to bury Roman, but I mean, you're not wrong. Like, not hey, wrong. look, Roman's confused. Yeah, we're all confused. Turn the camera back. Who the fuck is it? I was like, what the? Because, again, it's not like we heard that fucking song before. 
No, it was completely new. There was nothing on the Tron. And the crowd saw the word phenomenal before we did. So they popped and we were like, what the fuck are they popping at? Then you see the word phenomenal and then AJ walks out. We're like, "Uh uh-oh. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. Um... And that's pretty much all the news from WWE. I mean, we're only going to cover Bronson Reed and then jump back later on. But, I mean, there's one other topic maybe we should probably cover. The Lacey Evans controversy this week. Um, which uh, I didn't even see until Beer pointed it out. You're school me in. Because I am as lost on this as can be. Uh, so it's been deleted now. But her Instagram story featured her sharing a video that basically said um, ADHD and autism is a new thing. It never used to be a thing. Um, oh, hell. And Twitter came for her, obviously. Bitch. Okay. It came for I, hard. Yeah. I'm, you cannot talk. And this, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And this is, this is, and it's going to give me some motherfucking heat. I, as, and I have family members in the military. I do. Your guys' way of thinking is ridiculous. You know how many fucking soldiers have committed suicide because of PTSD? Because they can't with they can't withstand in their own minds what they did on the battlefield for us, for our country, because you told them to go out there and fucking do it. But again, are you getting them help? Are you allowing them to say that this PTSD really does affect the mind? Do you not understand that? I bet you a good more than probably 70 percent of them, those same soldiers, male and female that are going out to that battlefield have ADHD because guess what, baby? It was an entire fucking generation. An entire fucking generation. Because y'all want to underplay what fucking mental illness is. That's your own dumbass fault. That is your own dumbass fault. And that negative fucking thinking is what's continuously adding to the fucking unfortunate body count. That is the the suicide rate in this country. For both male and female. Like that. I'm not like I'm not even like I want to be mad. Don't get me wrong. I want to be furious. I want to be screaming. I would be pitchforks and, and and torches with the rest of the cats on Twitter. But let's keep it funky. It, it, all of our screaming, all of our yelling, all of our pitchforking, it's not going to change that negative mindset. It's not going to make it go away because it's instilled in her. And now she's got to go into the fucking shadows. And I bet you're yeah. not going to see her for at least another four or five months now. She she kind of defended it by saying it. Um, she said she watched a video on the impact processed foods is having on our children and shared the video. So I guess they were like part of the same video. I don't know, because it got taken down. So basically, she's saying that that was only part of the video that she shared. Okay. But, the, but that's not much better. <laughs> I mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm I would trying. Say, I'm trying to word myself right. Is what I'm trying to do. I would say maybe she should go dark for a little bit. You, maybe, I, I'm. I got a solution. Maybe she should go control her narrative, and that too. I just that's. I don't know if that's even still a thing. I. Mm, I don't want to take this so fucking personal. I don't want to. Oh, neither do I. But it's like you've you you've literally come for people's heads because it used to not be a thing because we never fucking gave a shit about mental fucking health. That's why it used to never be a thing. Have you ever fucking thought about that? And we didn't know what autism was. Exactly. 
We didn't realize that it comes in different shapes and forms. There's not just severe autism. There's not just the, the guys that require special education. There's normal fucking people, bro, that live with autism that have no fucking idea, that live with ADHD, that go into their 30s and 40s that have thinking that that's just the way they are, not knowing that there's a chemical imbalance in the brain. Mm -hmm. Remember that part. That's science right there, baby. Chemical imbalance. Um, so let's go to a, uh, some happier stuff. Let's Before go. we continue with what's happened this week, let's go back further in time with this week in wrestling history. We had a lot of history last week, a lot of history. Um, it's cut down a little bit this week, so thankfully... Uh, we have six pieces of history for you this week. So, December 16th, 2012. 2012! Shout out to the Kingpin. At TLC, The Shield made their in-ring pay-per-view debut as they defeated Ryback and Team Hell No in a TLC match. Of course, Ryback was supposed to challenge CM Punk for the WWE title in a TLC match, but this was postponed due to Punk's legit meniscus injury. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe they had it like two weeks later on on Raw. Nice. And it, and it took like seven years off of Punk's career. Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of people that wrestled Ryback. It did, yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure he picked up this meniscus injury from Ryback. Well, oh yeah, oh, yeah it was when he when he missed the table, say. right? Mm -hmm. When he yep. gorilla pressed him off the stage, meant to go through the table, missed the fucking table. Mm -hmm. Dumbass. <laughs> Uh, December 18th, 2005 at Armageddon, The Undertaker defeated Randy Orton in a Hell in a Cell match, ending their almost year-long rivalry. And back then, year-long rivalries didn't get tired. This was a good oh. rivalry. So was Sean and Triple H. So was Edge and Cena. They knew how to do it back then. It's because they took their fucking time. They took yeah, and we weren't so impatient time. back then. That's true. We, that, that, we understood that wrestling was a process. And yeah. that stories normally took longer than a week or two. Yeah. Like, these days, like, these guys are going to go back and forth. And that guy's eventually going to win the title. But I want him to win the title now. Exactly. It was back and forth, winning titles, not, I'm screwing you out of matches that don't matter. I'm, hang I'm, I'm interfering with your everyday life. Like, real rivalry shit. Where the fuck did this go? Ah, impatient fans. Fickle fans. Fickle, Fickle impatient baby. fans. Um, speaking of CM Punk, December 19th, 2011, also at TLC, CM Punk defended the WWE title in a TLC match against Alberto and The Miz, while Triple H defeated Kevin Nash in a sledgehammer ladder match. I beg your pardon? I didn't watch this TLC, and that makes me not want to watch it. I was just going to say, shit, now I don't want to. <laughs> Um, and also, just moments after Big Show won the world title from Mark Henry, Daniel Bryan cashed in his money in the bank to win the title in seven seconds. That boy DB was crazy back then. And he hadn't been there long either, because like, NXT was like 2010. Yeah. Um, yeah, then, he was... Then he dropped it to Sheamus at that next year's Mania in like five seconds. Seconds, baby. I want to say like love 12, like 11, 12 seconds, something like that. 
Yeah, it, it obviously one of the shortest matches in WrestleMania history. I think the shortest is actually The Rock and Eric Rowan. Careful. Six yep. seconds. <laughs> Rock bottom, that was it. Uh, um, December 20th, 1999. Bret Hart won the WCW World Championship for the second time, defeating Goldberg for the vacant title after previously vacating the title due to a controversial finish at Starcade, also against Goldberg. Um, which also involves Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what the finish was. Um, but also the first time Bright won, it was like a month before, and that was also a vacant title. Yeah, they were dealing with that a lot. I want to say it was vacant a lot because it, was, uh, it did vacant, or just before, I want to say Flair was the one that vacated it the first time when Brett first won it. I want to say that's what happened, but I might be wrong. There, there was a lot of vacating around. That's especially... Mm, I was going to say, especially towards the end of WCW. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking hot potato and a whole lot of why the fuck is Jared on my screen? And saw a post earlier this week. Why is Vince Russo the WCW champion? Yeah, that's one thing. And on that, saw a post this week saying, um, oh, apparently David Arquette had no uh, major wrestling training before his WCW run. No shit. Really? fucking shit, bud. And it's taken you 22 years to figure this out? We, we were bitching at the time. What the fuck is this actor doing here? What is this <laughs> actor doing here? Oh, he's got no training? Oh, and then I remember the ones that would defend him. What do you mean? He trained in that movie. He did nothing in the movie. Do you understand me? Nothing. He rode was- a fucking motorcycle, and that wasn't even him. It was a stunt. He rode a motorcycle into a fucking cage, which, by the way, I can never hear a Kid Rock's fucking song without thinking <laughs> of that exact goddamn scene. No oh. ramp. But he managed to ride the motorcycle through the cage door, over the ropes, and into the ring. No, yeah, it was like the cage didn't. No, no, it, they had this weird like drawbridge or whatever, and the thing like randomly decided to go into like a fucking <laughs> slope. They're like, he's not coming in up the drawbridge. He's like, watch me, bitches. And I'm like, what oh, the yeah. fuck? But my whole thing is, is like, how come he didn't end up in like the second cage? Like he was up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he like, should have gotten up. I, he, he went like down and then back up. <laughs> exactly. And then, like, when they're actually in the ring after the match, like, where'd the motorcycle go? <laughs> it's oh, it's, it's slid out. Slid out. Just, it's all hanging out on the side, still running. But, alas, oh. we love Ready to Rumble. And you shouldn't stand right. so close to the ring when there's, when there's a ladder match going on. That fucking suit is the greatest. <laughs> um, Almost at the end, December 20th, 2020. Uh, in a Firefly Inferno match, Randy Orton set the Fiend on fire in the middle of the ring at TLC. Um, and it, it led to a horrible storyline that we would rather forget. Oh, fuck, you're telling me. Um, Sasha Banks also defended the SmackDown Women's title against Carmella, while Roman Reigns defended the Universal title against Kevin Owens. Imagine that. Hmm. Two years later, they were renewing the rivalry. Shocker. And finally, December 21st, the only, the one and only championship that has ever changed hands on this day, and it was in 1973, Ray Mendoza defeated King Sung Ho for the NWA Light Heavyweight Championship. Uh, More vacations. Mendoza vacated the title six days later as he left EMLL to form UWA. Oh, yeah, back in the fucking day where everybody was, I'm going to start my own promotion. I'm going to go to this promotion. I'm going to do that promotion. Um, 
Yeah, I, I was pretty shocked. Like, literally, I check every day for the history, for title changes and stuff. This is the only time I've ever seen one title change on one day in history. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. So maybe there's just not many wrestling events on December 21st throughout the years. I I don't know. Uncle Dave always says that there was Christmas and fucking, you know, wrestling. So what the fuck's going on? Yeah, just no title changes. It is what it is. Anyway, now let's have a little bit of fun. Let's see if you can get there before we do. It's time to guess wrestling. I wonder who this could possibly be. Guess the wrestler. He's the bestler. Better than all the wrestler. Let's go on down the accolade train and let's see if y'all can guess the wrestler. Um... Let's go with the let's go with the Sports Illustrated Award. Muhammad Ali Legacy Award given to him in 2018. That sounds familiar. He is a one-time ultimate pro wrestling heavyweight champion. Let's see. He is a oh, here we go. Let's go with all these are great little accolades right here. Uh, in 2014, Sports Social TV Entertainer of the Year. 20, also in 2014, uh, Rumble Royalty Hall of Game Award, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, in 2016, he was given the Legacy Achievement Award by the USO. MVP? No. Uh, oh, this is the best one of them all. Springfield College Athletic Hall of Fame. That's my favorite one. So it's got to be somebody with, like, combat sports background outside of wrestling. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, Rolling Stone. Okay, Rolling Stone. Here we go. Best storyline in 2015. Uh, also, oh, shit, in the same year, best promos followed up by match of the year, all against the guy they call Kevin Owens. In 2015? In 2015. John, John Cena? Joan, you can't see him, Cena. <laughs> That's why I had to say spring. I had to bring up his uh, his Hall of Fame thing. No, uh, Springfield College. He's in their athletic Hall of Fame because of football. Because of football, hmm. he played. Uh, he was a offensive lineman. I want to say he was a guard. He had I wanted fifty plus consecutive starts and only allowed four sacks in his or it was three sacks in his whole career. Not bad. Damn good, boy. That's damn good. Um. Wait, so the Muhammad Ali Award went to John the, Cena? The Muhammad Ali Award. What was that thing at right here? Um, damn, I just seen it. Uh, yeah, it's from Sports Illustrated, the Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. Because, I mean, hey, let's keep it real. John John started when we were in high school. Yeah. And he's, and he's still going, and he really has truly built his own legacy. He went from uh, Mr. Fruity Pebbles, if you will, with all of his colors every year. I mean, hell, look at the Pro Wrestling Illustrated right here. Feud of the Year in 2006 with Edge. Again in yeah. 2011 with CM Punk. Match of the Year against Michaels. Another one against Punk, against Brian, against Wyatt, against AJ. Most Improved Wrestler in 2003. Wow, what a fucking accolade on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, most Popular rec- Wrestler of the Decade from 2000 to 2009. No lies detected. Most Popular Wrestler in 04, 05, 07, and 2012. Wrestler of the Year in 6 and 7. God damn. Rated number one in PWI's Top 500 
in 2006, 2007, 2013. Wow. He, he, he is a sporting icon, no matter how many people want to say wrestling's not a sport. I sh- <laughs> oh, man. I should have given you guys these ones. Okay, so CinemaCon Action Star of the Year. He was nominated and won it. Uh, that was in 2017. 2017 Male Choice Athlete of the Year. He was nominated, didn't win it. Uh, People's Choice com- uh, Comedy Movie Star for Cock Blockers was nominated, <laughs> didn't win it. 19 Teen Choice Awards for uh, the for him and Bumblebee. Again, oh, these are all nominations. Uh, he was on Favorite TV Host for Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. Um, Best Action Hero in a Superhero Movie for his work in Suicide Squad as a Peacemaker. Uh, la- oh, he this year alone he was nominated for the best comedic performance for Peacemaker. How he didn't win that is bullshit. You understand me? <laughs> How he didn't win that is bullshit. And finally, we got to drop the next kid's choice awards favorite movie actor for Fast Nine. He's not gonna win, unfortunately. You can't win as a bad guy, right? <clears throat> Fuck, man, what an accolade sheet. He, like we said, he's undeniable. Fucking a right, John is undeniable. Um, all right, so this past Saturday night, for those of you that missed it, six of us gathered to draw the first ever Max Wrestling Fantasy League. Um, so that was Moses, myself, uh, Travis, Chad, the Phoenix, and Beer. Uh, we each had seventy-five grand to spend on a roster split between WWE and AEW slash Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how did it end? Like, I think it was. Phoenix had the most money left over at the end. So currently, yeah. Um, well, there was reasons for that. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, here. there he, was he reasons out for pretty that. early. Travis he, spent uh, yeah. all his money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reality was is like he could have tried to to keep going. My bad, he's here, but he tried to keep going. But yeah, the guy had to hit work, and unfortunately, he missed out on some key players. Yeah. Um. So B has got the most money left with eight thousand dollars oh. in the bank. Moses and Chad have two thousand. I've got three thousand. Phoenix has five thousand left, but I think he's just spent a couple. You heard Moses' phone going off. The fantasy league still going. Um, so we are still able to buy free agents uh, for the rest of the year, but we start earning money on the first of January when people start winning matches and cutting promos and st- stuff. Um, so the league officially begins January first and. If you, I don't know how many people like set up their own groups, but if anybody wants to play solo, give yourself twenty five grand to spend and buy your own roster. See how you do for the rest of the year. There you go. Um, That's a good move. The rules are, of course, on the Max Ross and Facebook group. Um, it should be the pinned top post. And for those of us that are playing, Bronson Reed just became available today. Bidding begins at one thousand dollars. Easy money, easy money. Chad tried to buy him for one dollar. I bet he did, fucking Chad. <laughs> I need about tree fitty. Yeah, bro. Come on now. Can you cover the five, please? <laughs> I need about tree fitty. I need about tree fitty. Hey, yo. Big Harold. You know of the TSK. Representing RWT. You know I'm always keeping it too sweet. From my head to my feet. Shout out to all the Max homies. The captain. Dazzy. Mo, the right-hand man, El Jefe. They bring it to you live with the illest promo challenges. A little something for everybody on the holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Protect your neck. You know what it is, son? It is just too sweet. 
And last but not least, my favorite Christmas movie quote. Jesus, Mother Mary and Joseph, you pissed yourself. From Bad Santa. Too sweet. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us. And once again, the website has changed. It is maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Right, and still to come this week's Geek of the Week, the best of the week, shit marks say. But first, let's take a look at what else is going down this week. Um, So we pretty much covered WWE, um, so other than Mandy Rose, uh... Pretty much big, is going to be a self-made millionaire by the end of the year. Shit. She got $20 out of me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm proud, boy. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You know how mad I was when I found out they fired her? I went and I just, girl, you deserve some bread. I don't think she's coming. I don't think she's wrestling again. Why the fuck she would she? She doesn't need to. No. Why the fuck would she? She going Hollywood. Hello? Hello. Okay. Come on. Go get you some. And I bet you money she's got a good friend in John. Maybe John's got some connections for her. Maybe not Tito, but John. Oh, yeah. Tito's got no connections. That Tino can go back to, I would say Tino can go back to AEW. Oh, that's right. He can't. Hey, fucking keep your goddamn mouth shut, player. Like, how oh, fucking yeah. Hard is that? Remember that. Idiot. My I, whole I thing is, bro, is you were in an NFL locker room and you don't know how to keep your fucking mouth shut. Well, I don't think Jericho would let him back in. Oh, hell no. I love how Jericho's kind of become the gatekeeper for AEW. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it. Somebody has to be that's not the elite. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we said last week Jericho may be an AEW lifer now. Like, he's found his position as, like, head honcho of the locker room. He's the undertaker of AEW. Oh, for sure. He is, yeah, a thousand. Yeah, he's the old head. In age, too. Like, he's, like, almost, (laughs) he's undertaker age. Um, so yeah, over in AEW, uh, Holiday Bash was, of course, last night. We kicked it off with seemingly a new rivalry between Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting. Both going to be golden on the mic. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah, and we're seeing Jericho kind of revert back to the wizard rather than the He's anti-Ring of Honor guy. He's a wizard, bitch. That, that fireball that. came out of nowhere. That fucking fireball was huge. <laughs> It was like half the fucking screen was on fire. We we were afraid it was a botch. How does Jericho's hair not catch fire? (laughs) He makes sure that bitch is fucking like lubricated with something before he does it. It's got to. I need some high quality H2O. That's right. Jericho, his hair is, you know, not as thick as it used to be. He's got to be careful. Oh, boy. It is so wavy. It really is. Like, how the fuck? It's like straw. 
I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, but I'm looking forward to this rivalry. Um, Ricky Ooh. is obviously becoming a top face in AEW. And like we said, with um, Action Andretti, who again showed up this week, they're keeping <laughs> that momentum going. Uh, Jericho, nice promo. Very nice promo. Jericho knows how to make stars. That, hey, yeah. we said it last week. He is a star maker. He's a kingmaker. Hey, I like it. Um, we continue the best of seven series between the Elite and Death Triangle. I'm pretty sure we said Elite are now going to stack up those wins. Maybe oh, Death yeah. Triangle will get one more back just to make us kind of doubt. Uh, and it's all going to come down to the final match. But Well, that's... That's the unfortunate. If they did, it would be over. It is. It's three two. Next, if they if they mm. win one, it's over. So yeah, I think we're gonna go all the way to L.A. Uh, yeah. We got next week is a Falls Count Anywhere match. Then they're gonna take. It looks from the looks of it, they're gonna take a week off. Then they're gonna finish up in L.A. in the in the ladder match. Hell, I mean, you do a no DQ and a Falls Count Anywhere back to back. You're gonna need a week off. It, that's exactly what I was saying. I was like, damn it. And then you gonna <laughs> make them go a ladder? Come on now. Especially where the Bucks are concerned. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, we got to remember, fucking Kenny is, you know, is he truly a hundred? I know everybody hates us talking about the elite. And I'm so sorry. I, but I used to Jew. No, I don't. But I mean, let's keep it funky. I don't know if Kenny's a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. You know what I mean? He's looking good. He looks great. Don't get He's me wrong. Well, that don't mean that your brain. You know, don't mean that the brain, the whole world's moving. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I mean, all the looks good. It all looks good. The bite is healed up. That's yeah. for <laughs> Fuck no, but you're not wrong. Uh, he he makes me a too. lot less nervous to watch this time around than he did before he got suspended. And he was Big literally time. held together by tape. Honestly, yeah. that suspension was the best thing for him. Yeah, he definitely came back too soon. If there was anybody that needed it, yeah, it was definitely him. Um... But, I mean, and at the same time, it was kind of a blessing because if he hadn't come back before the suspension, we probably wouldn't have set up this best of seven series. The mm-hmm. titles would have probably just gone straight to Death Triangle and stayed there. That's true. I mean, so, it, again, the, the suspension was nece- well, not, nece- not only necessary, but, it, I mean, hell, it, it, they took full advantage of it. Let's go with that. They took full advantage mm-hmm. of it because now they have a great story they're able to tell. They were able to allow Kenny to continue on to heal, which is definitely what was needed. And I hate to say it like this because I'm feeding into the egos of the other people that hate him, but it allowed time for people to re-hate the elite again. Right. Throw that bitch in the microwave, they did. Um, thank you, punk. I guess. Red bastard. <laughs> right, yeah, I guess. <sighs> Fucking guy. Ah. Um, again, another new rivalry, which we kind of saw coming now. Swerve and Keith Lee are definitely not on the same page anymore. That motherfucker, um, goddamn Rick Ross, looked at goddamn fucking Keith Lee with the microphone. You big motherfucker. <laughs> the, react, <laughs> the reaction on Keith Lee was the best. <laughs> this is, he was supposed to be this big, mean, like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, no, oh, we're not, we can't say that on television. And I'm just like, goddamn, he went from, you know, Keith Lee to shit. What if you could make a fucking longer name for Keith? Oh, if you can white version out the name Keith, Jesus Christ, bro. After we looked at that, looked into the camera, he looked back at Tony, and Tony just like, he's like, hey, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? It's Rick Ross. Um, I don't know how people have reacted to Rick Ross. I, after a while, I was just like, please shut the mic off. Because it was I just... Swear, he, 
the it was and then we call it now I'm gonna call it something you might not know it. He was co-signing. Every time somebody Swerve would say something, he was co-signing and he would just come right back. It's like motherfucker, we don't need an echo button, we don't need a repeat. We heard no. Swerve. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I love Rick Ross. You the boss. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna bump your shit on my way to work, whatever. But shut the fuck up. Please. <laughs> it was Jesus. It, it was the CD was stuck. It was the young legend. And we're I'm, making yeah. history. The young yeah. legend. The young legend Swerve. We're making Swerve. history. Even Swerve was like, dude, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> but the attack was great. Um, I'm not 100% sold on Parker Bordeaux. He kind of came in looking like he'd raided TK's stock. Seriously. Like, I hate to say this guy looks super fucking out of place, but he does. He He's really does. I know. Yeah, big time. He 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 fucking reeks to that brand, dude. And then he, and then I don't even know who the fuck this other nerd was. Who the fuck was this other like super buff, tatted up dude? But Parker, he's he's great value, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But it it's the fact that we know that. It's the fact that we know what he was and where I don't know. I I, I hate to say it like that. I really do because it, it's I feel like I'm nitpicking or being biased or whatever but it's the truth you know what i mean it's like we knew what this cat did in nxt like it's not gonna go away it's just not gonna go away and he's here and we're trying and we and we're supposed to forget pretty much as wrestling fans we're supposed to be able to move on i can't i can't unsee what i saw you know what i mean i'm expecting fucking joe joe gacy to pop out of nowhere you know and, and be a cult leader for this motherfucker you know but at the same time I'm also very stuck on what exactly what you called the fucking dollar value Brock Lesnar because that's exactly what he was fucking pitched as for a year. Yeah. He was doomed to fail before he even began. Uh, poor kid. And I uh, like him a lot. And it's and, and I like him a lot and it's yes, it's because he was a fellow offensive lineman. Exact that's exactly why I liked it. If you a big fat guy that's willing to put hands on people every play of a football game and you want no glory, I ride with you because that was our job. Yeah. But fuck, man, they are ruining you. Uh, and the other guy, the tattooed guy, um, is Grandin Goatsman, who Whatever. was a second-round draft pick for the Tampa Bay Rays in 2011. I beg your pardon? I'm about to look this motherfucker up. What would you say his name was? Grandin Goatsman. Brandon Goatsman. Uh, he he's a thirty year old, six foot four. Apparently, he's been training in AEW for a while. Uh, under Jay Lethal, actually. I don't know if that's the name he's going to be going with in AEW, but that's the identity that I found. I um, cannot find this motherfucker to save my life. Well, this comes from what culture? Oh, here we go. Damn this month. That big ass motherfucker was a baseball player. <laughs> How in the fuck was you that? I mean, get the fuck out of here. I mean, he played in a whole lot of yeah. You played in a whole lot of um, was it the minors, bro? A whole lot of fucking double mm. A, triple A, and that's cool. Good for you, big dog. Not mad at you. Go get your bread. But how in the fuck did you get so fucking big? Right? And why? Anyway, I'm just I'm, I'm just, dumbfounded. I'm, I'm dumbfounded. This motherfucker's huge. And in this fucking segment, Swerve has never looked more like Randy from Monsters, Inc. 
burnt the fuck out, but you're not wrong. Just stood there looking devious as fuck while the new, the big new guys jumped Keith Lee. Uh, Keith actually made short work of Parker Bordeaux, and then it wasn't until a uh, new tattooed guy comes in. I think that, that, that honestly what made the whole Parker attack even worse is that you got fucking swatted. You got yeah. swatted away, player. Not not Keith Lee had to come back and beat your ass. He said, Nah. Like and it was just like he was roaring after every hit. Like, what are you doing? Just keep attacking him. They told me to be vocal in NXT. <laughs> Motherfucker, this ain't NXT. <laughs> and then of course we had the classic cinder block, which clearly isn't a cinder block, but I was gonna say, it I was like, good. that that motherfucker shat turd, boy. That ain't no cinder. <laughs> And it seems as though we're going to be getting more Rick Ross because, from the looks of things, he's part of the stable. Yeah. Um, I think the name's going to take some time to grow on me. Uh, Mogul, whatever the fuck it is. The Mogul Affiliates. Affiliates. Which the, I swear to God, that's like his fucking, I think that's his fucking label, is Mogul. Which that I'm like, sense. okay. What I mean, I mean but, oh, hold on, wait. Because I, I, I cannot get over the fact that Rick Ross, Rick Ross, the boss, this motherfucker who 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 literally took the um the hip hop music uh period or whatever the last eight years by storm. This motherfucker's been everywhere. You done with rap, hip hop, whatever, and you fucking around with Swerve Scott and wrestling. I mean, I know Swerve's an artist, but I mean, like, what the fuck are we doing? I remember Snoop Dogg showed up. Remember when at the beginning of AEW when Snoop Dogg showed up that one time. And did one thing, yeah. And it was cool. And we the, ain't mad at Snoop. The big splash. The, the big, big splash. The Snoopy splash. That's right, Snoopy dude. <laughs> but I'm at the point now of um, player. To me, I, again, I love you. I love you. You overstaying. You're welcome. I don't need you as a manager, especially if you fit to just sit there and co-sign everything fucking Swerve says. I don't Young need legend. it. No, stop it. Stop it right Making now. history. You a no big motherfucker. That's my favorite part. <laughs> that was my favorite part. But the funny thing is, is nobody's talking about that. That's the thing nobody's talking about. No, I mean, you know what? Brock Lesnar had the same reaction to seeing Keith Lee for the first time. No, exactly the same reaction. Who's this big motherfucker? That's the exact words out of his mouth, too. Who's this big motherfucker? Maybe that's, maybe that's what Rick was uh, thinking about. He Brock Lesnar, like, yeah. Keith Lee, he, he watched that Royal Rumble and he was like, yeah, shit, yeah, you are a big motherfucker. I mean, there's not a lot of people out there bigger than Rick Ross. And and <laughs> fucking Lee trumped him. Like, he was, I was like, damn, boy. We, from what we've seen of Parker Bordeaux, Harland, and NXT and stuff, he's a big guy. Like, obviously, he's yeah. the next Brock Lesnar. But Keith dwarfed even him. Keith is unnaturally huge. I mean, I, I I remember that rumble. Like Brock looks at Keith Lee and says, "You're a big boy." Oh yeah, <laughs> Paul, who's this big motherfucker? Oh, yeah, that was the best one. Where yeah, he's looking at Paul. What the fuck? And like, even when you've got Brock dumbfounded, Brock is 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 and and, and there's many of people that have said it, and I think I I can co-sign for that. I'm gonna keep using that word so I can educate the folks. Pat McAfee is the one that said it. Brock Lesnar is the alpha of our of our of our industry of our generation of our fucking species, whatever. He's the motherfucking alpha. That he was he Brock didn't have to train to get like that. He was born like that. 
Yeah. That motherfucker was, was big his whole fucking life. It's all from the farm, baby. From look the at farm. Picture, look at pictures of him from, like, his high school and college wrestling. Like, he was big back then. That's what I'm saying. He was gigantic. Like, um, if, if any, like, and I'm going to drop some history on you one time. If y'all go back and actually check out the Steiners in their wrestling career, Rick used to be pretty yoked out. Scott was the bigger one. Scott wasn't even that big in amateur wrestling. Scott wasn't even that. He was a heavyweight, but he wasn't even that big. Brock was a new president of big. It's crazy. Bro- Brock's a generational freak. Mm. I like the words. Uh, and before we move on to the main event of Holiday Bash, let's not gloss over um, strong words from Mox, strong words from MJF, strong words from <laughs> Brian Danielson. It was a good night for um, pissed off promos. For sure. Uh, I fucking, I love, I, MJF's was my favorite. He's, he calls Brian a coward as he was the guy running away. Says that he uh, he attacked him from behind. That's only because you were running away. And all that. I'm just like, dude, I love you, man. You're just the best. Like, you're just the best. And I don't get He's going to cut good promos, promos every fucking week. It's just going to happen. And then I look at Mox and I'm begging for him to go on vacation. I love him to death. I love you, Mox. I do. I swear to God, I do, brother. Please go to va- on vacation. Please go on vacation. Not because I, we're I, sick of him, but because he's out. No. It. No, exactly. I, I just, it's not, it's not like I don't want to see you. It's not like I don't like what your stories are. I just, I know you're tired, bro. We can see you're tired. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I just, I just need you to go, go on vacation, go to Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Go to, go to, don't go to Japan. Don't do that. You hurt yourself out there. Go to Hawaii. Yeah, go to Hawaii. It's peaceful out there. But, uh, go and have some father daughter time because we're enjoying right now. <laughs> I mean, she's way fun. Yeah, yeah, you fuck off. She can hang out. <laughs> I'm sorry, not fuck off, but you know what I mean. You got Renee, like, why spend some time at home? You know, if you, if you, if you get what I'm saying, like, spend some time at home. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, so as far as Brian Danielson goes, uh, Again, he's bringing in the emotions of his relationship with William Regal and then, of course, turning that into anger addressed at MJF uh, for the attack. Great stuff. Man, when, he, when these stuff. two clash, it's going to be good. Oh, hell yeah. And it's not very often we see a pissed-off Brian Danielson like like that. No, he, his, he, he does not let the emotion, his emotions get the best of him. He's normally cool, calm, collected, the whole shebang. But I'm loving it. I'm loving, you know, fired up B dry. It's what I need. I just can't have him lose, but he's good. Now, and uh, in case you weren't sure if he was a babyface, he was getting those cheap hometown pops. Again, for a guy <laughs> who keeps coming out the fucking heel entrance, you are the <laughs> nicest heel I swear <laughs> to God I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what? We're getting a new stage uh, in a couple of weeks. Maybe we're getting rid of the jewel tunnels. That'd be nice. It would make sense. I'm I'm excited for a new. I like fresh stages after a couple of years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> WWE, get to it. Remember when they had that really cool new version of the SmackDown Oval shit, and then they then they went into the pandemic, and then they never brought it back. Because they're lame. Honestly, I just want to see them bring back the SmackDown Fist just one time. Oh yeah, Fist it down. That thing's got to be in a warehouse somewhere. Oh, oh it, it is. It is. I must have AJ it. Francis checked it out. It's in like it's in like five or six pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's ridiculous. I know. Come on now. 
Go get the fist, Hunter. But say so you really want to get some ratings, you could you put you bring all that fist back. Uh, ratings. Okay. <laughs> Just ask the acclaimed. <laughs> right? I'm about saying if you think scissoring gets over. <laughs> oh, fist me, daddy ass. Oh Whoa, no. Hey, no Damn. way. That ain't BG. We lost every fucking possible sponsor. You hear me? Every single one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Um yeah, and then that's pretty much it apart from the main events. Uh hell, hell, hell of a match between Jamie and Sheeta. I mean, if you were trying to throw your hat into the fucking ring of match of the year, girls or ladies, fuck. I'm Jesus sorry it was so Christ. late for the maxis, but I mean that, that was a contender right there. Absolutely. What a f- here's my thing, and I say this all the time. Every time I see I see Sheeta. I think good things are going to happen. She works well with a lot of people. And if you're willing to go hard with her, it's even more better. And, hey, no, th- nobody looked weak in this match. Nobody looked weak. She, Sheeta could literally go on and, and go fucking challenge Jade and look just as strong. You know what I mean? Hey, maybe she fucking should. Yeah. There you go. Maybe she um, should. What, what title does she have right now? Uh, it's a fucking, it's a title from Japan. I can't remember the name yeah. of it. <laughs> It's actually named after somebody, and that's the thing that's killing me. Yeah, because they kept announcing it a couple last week or the week before, and everybody's like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Yeah, I want to say it's um, it's not from Stardom or or uh, what's the other one? Stardom or Stardust? Is it Stardom and Stardust? Stardom and Shimmer. Shimmer, thank you. Uh, she is the current. Where? Come on, show me. Show me the money. All right, let's just go to championships and accomplishments. <laughs> there you go, all right? Uh, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Where the fuck is it? It's gone. Okay, they don't want to show us. It's not on her championships and accomplishments. What? How would it? What the fuck? How would it not be? She's a wave singles champion. Currently, but that's not what we're talking about. No, that's because that's not the belt she's showing off. She's also um, she's also currently an international ribbon, ribbon tag team champion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, apparently those the are the only two she's got currently. That's bullshit. I was like, no, there's another one. She's showing it off. Yeah, that is, that is um, bullshit right there. Come on, Wikipedia, you fucking it up, Jack. You're fucking it up. Maybe they can't remember the name of it either. I mean, hey. Right? Or wrong. Oh, there we go. I found it. Regina DeWave. There you go. Ooh, what promotion? Uh, from Pro Wrestling Wave. Okay. For show. Oh, Again, so w- 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 Wikipedia fuck it up because they just put it as Wave Singles Championship. Ah, you're a bitch. <laughs> Ruin me. But yeah, uh, so many false finishes, but they were all done so, so well. I mean, hell, fucking Jamie turned into Okada at the end of that thing. Boy, I was just like, Lariat, Lariat. Oh, no. What do you mean? She's still kicking out. Watch this Rainmaker, bitch. And I was like, oh, I popped. I was like, oh, it's fucking dead. But it was great. Excellent shit. And we we kind of had a dodgy finish um, because, of course, Britt got involved, but She'd have got the better of her with that candlestick. So, oh, I mean, for sure. 
And she still kicked out of the move after the interference. So I don't think we can really blame the interference on Sheeta losing. So she still looks good. Agreed. Um, and for Jamie's first title defense. Whoa. Right. Nice. Nice star in the making, like we said. Wait, way to set the bar. Um, and we've got all the women brawling at the end. We got Tony Storm running down. We got Soraya. Um, Somebody I mean, need to tell Soraya how to run all over again or something because she looked awkward as shit. Uh, maybe it was a long night. I mean, I don't know. She, I mean, you know what it is? It's, it, it's hard to hit, fucking run around a corner. You know what I mean? When you're not used to that ramp, she was trying to hit that corner all funky. Then she remembered she had a clothesline homegirl. And I was yeah. just like, eh, you know, you, when your brain thinks faster than you can act, you know what I'm saying? Not a negative yeah. thing, not a negative thing, just sometimes it happens. Um, so, I mean, Soraya's obviously going to choose one of those two as a partner in in a few weeks because we're not going to be getting a six-person tag because oh, Rebel be doesn't really wrestle. And she uh, said she doesn't want to no. wrestle because she doesn't have time for trolls, which is no. admirable. Facts. I mean, um, if anything... I would I would prefer it be Sheeta, Sheeta and Sheree. I would prefer that, um, but something tells me it's going to be Tony. Yeah, be Tony and Sheree, which kind of to me is kind of I don't want it like that because Tony just lost the belt. Yeah, and I don't want her. I, it's not that I don't want her in the picture. I don't want her not near it or whatever. It's just if you're trying to tell me a story about Sheree possibly getting that shot, probably being the one to beat her, which I think would be a dumb idea, but still. That's what you guys are pushing at, and you you, the, you really want to bring the former champ to be her part? I she is the better option. Look, she just took homegirl to the limit. You know what I'm saying? Like that would work out better, and then I think match quality would be better as well. Yeah, I mean, no it's clear. It's clear. Tony Storm still has unfinished business with Jamie after the broken nose, and that's the first time we've seen her since the title change. Mm-hmm. Um, and since the title change, we then found out that Tony is officially. A women's champion, they've re- re- redacted her reign. She's no longer interim. She was a women's world champion. I mean, she always was to us anyway. Right. Um, so there's, there's probably a rematch there somewhere. Yeah, I'm just hoping more down the line. I mean, I wouldn't mind the rematch where Jamie just wins again. And then uh, after that, we get Soraya and Jamie. Eh. I mean, if it's simple enough, right? If it's simple enough. And Jamie just reminds me so much of a young page. I mean, yes, a thousand percent, yes, with a better move set. Yeah, and and it's not just oh, they're both English. Like they look similar, <clears throat> they they move similar, they talk mm-hmm. similar. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities, mm. but they definitely have their own um, distinct factors as well. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it from Dynamite last night. There was a lot of angry promos and a lot of good matches. Um, oh, also a surprise uh, win for the Gun Club over FTR. I saw it coming. Maybe not as surprise. Really? I was. I saw it coming because to, you have to build this. The Gun, like that, was by by far too the best match the Guns have ever had, and they can thank FTR today, tomorrow, and the rest of their lives for it. But the reality is, is if you want a story out of this, and that's where they're leaning, you need to push it. You need to have them, you know, it's a cheap win. It was a cradle with his brother's help. I mean, even the commentators were like, wait a minute, what? That actually happened? Like, yeah, cheating got past FTR for the first time all year long. 
or not all year long, but you know, cheating got past them. It's like, uh oh, what do we go now? How where do we go next? And you know, again, we'll see. But I think I and this is a personal thing here. I um because I think we we still got to probably uh, try to do some uh, Wrestle Kingdom predictions or whatever. But I'm trying to fi- think, figure out myself: Is this where FTR is going to start? You know, losing belts after belts after belts, mm-hmm. and they're going to put the guns over on their way out. Because again, we had hit that they're uh, going to be looking at going onto the indie scene. There's rumors of them already wanting to go back to the E. You know, I think I think they want to make an indie run. I think they want to go back to entertaining home crowds or whatever, or something like that. I don't think they're running back to the E, but but then again, I've been wrong about stuff like that before. I'm telling you what's going to end up happening. Uh, it's gonna we're gonna get Gun Club versus uh, the Acclaimed, and Billy is gonna turn on the Acclaimed. Ah, you have my undivided attention. It's gonna happen. I guarantee you. It's that's what's gonna happen. I can uh, see it coming, in, but at the same time, I'm just like Billy. They Please made no. you relevant in 2022. Like, Billy, we loved you. <laughs> and that's why it's going to be such a great heel turn. It would be. I mean, it would. it's 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 set up perfectly. Um, I think that is one of those. I think what it is is we're so in love with the with the act that is the acclaimed and, and, and daddy ass that there's no way that they, they would just cut it, even for his boys. Oh, he's turned on it before. There's no way he would do it. But then that's what would make you hate him so much. So I fucking love it. Let's make it. Let's make it happen. I'm a hate. I don't. I don't have. I am all down to hate Billy Gunn again. Sign me up. Let's go. Uh, we'll and other than that, men. Other than that, rampage tomorrow. We got shit. What is it? A a, a trios Christmas. Yeah. Happy Happy Go Lucky Battle Royal. Yeah, it's a trios Battle Royal, and I'm just like, okay, this is really weird, but whatever. I don't. I don't know if there's even anything on the line for it. No, I don't know what it's for. I, I just, just know a, it's a long-ass name for a battle royal. I think it's just their way of just putting people in a match or whatever, just try to stir up stuff. They're, it's a new Japan. Oh, there's money on the line. Oh. Was it like five grand? Money. 500,000. 500 grand. 500,000. Five grand. Five grand. Is it the ass boys money? That's all they can spare? Goddamn motherfuckers. I'll say, come on, TK. Come oh, on, TK. Come on, Take a oh, wait. Ooh. Wrong page there. Um, trying to find out what is it. The full name of the Battle Royal. What is it? Oh, fuck. I sh- <laughs> did, 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 did. Uh, Three Kings Christmas Casino Trios Royale for 300,000. 300,000? Okay. It includes a Joker entrant. As of right now, we've got the Blackpool Combat Club, Dark Order, Orange Cassidy, the Best Friends, uh, LFI, Kip Sabian, Butcher, uh, that was Andy Williams in the Blade, uh, Top Flight, AR Fox, Ari Davari, fuck that guy, um, the var- the Varsity Athletes. What the fuck? The fuck is the Varsity Athletes? The fuck is that shit? What happened to the Varsity Blondes? No, 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 put the body. And <laughs> the fucking SAP, the Spanish Announce Project. I have no. The dumbest fucking name ever. Right. Um, we also got Jade defending the CBS title against Brett Vixen and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Billy Gunn and Anthony Bowens. Mm-hmm. That is your holiday bash episode of Rampage tomorrow. And by the time some of you watch this, it's probably already happened. Yay.
All right, let's move on to this week's Geek of the Week. Oh, man. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Uh, social media will get you, ladies and gentlemen. Social media will get you. Uh, this one is it's 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 not necessarily something he said. It's not necessarily so, uh, just exactly what he did. Um, again, social media is a motherfucker, as you know. Max Wrestling's all over social media: TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, the whole shabiggity bang. We like to post stuff, you know. Sometimes every now and again we'll post a picture of a of something, or you know, it mainly just the vidges or whatever. Instagram is is more of the everyday life, you know. The, pictures of the trees and i'm walking my dog and i'm doing this and for sabu apparently it's taking a picture of coke now um i have no problem with what people's habits are you know what you do behind closed doors is your own business however when you put it on the internet you've officially made it everybody's business and homie what the fuck is you doing i mean Fucking, I mean, granted, you're not an e-guy. You're not in anybody's company right now to be fired, suspended. And that's not what I'm calling for. I'm calling for somebody to go check on you. That's what I'm calling for. I need somebody to pull Sabu aside and say, homie, you remember them days of all them barbed wire matches and taking chair shots to the head? You really think you need to be fucking ripping lines right now? You really think that's the best thing for you? No, it's not. What the fuck, man? And then on top of that, why the fuck are you posting that bitch on Insta? On the Instagram? I understand that. Yeah, maybe it was in the picture, you weren't in there ripping the lines. But I don't need to see the bag of your substance, player. I don't need to see it. Like, what does it keep the illusion of what you do? And exactly that, a fucking illusion. You gave everybody the, the fucking green light to go say, this is the, he's a fucking cokehead. God damn, man. God <clears throat> damn. And just because he deleted it, does the... Do you really think that, you know, Zuckerberg doesn't have that on a server somewhere? Again, I fucking tweeted the shit out of that shit. So come on now, bro. If I got a hold of it, many people got a hold of it, and they shared it on the interwebs. And you is fucked, player. Come on now. God maybe, damn. Maybe he's trying to get signed by AEW. Tony, look what I, I, mean, I got. He needs gay, help. Check this out. The dude needs help. Mm. Yeah, you're fucking telling me, bud. And you know what? He's a former... People may not want to admit it, but he's a former WWE superstar. Take advantage of the fucking rehab. Thank you. That, that's perfect. God, I mean, that's, you, you, you fucking hit the nail on the head, dude. The fact is, is WWE, whether you were in there for... Fuck, I, I don't know what their exact fucking contract is, but if you've signed any kind of contract with WWE you have uh, access to them to go pay for rehab for you. And I think it all stems from that fucking lawsuit. Yeah. So it's like, hey, bro, if these cats were able to do it, you should probably do the same too. No? I mean, it, that, that's just me. I mean, I know my brain don't work like a cokehead, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sabu was our, uh, was our guest of wrestler last week too. Mm-mm-mm. You, How the mighty have fallen. Right. Um, and on to now for the Bessler of the Week. (laughs) 
Uh, this week's bestler of the week should come as no surprise. I've pretty much already made the reasons very crystal clear. Um, yes. First title defense. Bomb burner of a match. Bestler of the week. Clearly <clears throat> goes to Jamie Hayter this week. Clearly, boy. Clearly. Uh, I did toy with giving it to Jamie and Sheeta. Um, it's not the first time we've done a double. But... Hey. For a first title defense, I mean, that's what really stood out. Like, if yeah, anybody, no if there was, like, even a minuscule amount of the wrestling community that thought maybe it was too soon to put the title on her, I don't know why you would think that. I don't think there should be any doubts after this week. That was a solid, solid performance. And we're only going to get more of it to come, big dog. Hell yeah. All right, um, moving on. Voting has now officially closed for the Maxis. Thank you to everybody that voted. Now it's time to reveal who will be challenging Cypher for the Television Championship and Kenny Killer for the Knowledge Championship. Who competing for the Television Championship, taking on my man, Cypher of the Modern Day Outlaws, is none other than the lawyer, the goddamn lawyer. Chad Malcolm, we are going to continue on this outlaw versus Dragon Club non-sensory for a little bit longer. All right, my man, Chad. And challenging Kenny Killer for the Knowledge Championship is not me. Beautiful. Um, but I will happily take second place for my Dragon Club brother, the Phoenix, to have his rematch before me. Kenny, Ooh. we will battle again one day, someday. But at the Maxis, it will be Kenny defending against a longtime rival, the Phoenix. Long, long time. And that's right. The Maxi Awards comes to 20, 2022 comes to you one week from Saturday, New Year's Eve. Go to maxwrestling.net.weebly. Or sorry, maxwrestlingnet. Or the, the motherfucking new link, boy, is <laughs> maxwrestling.net.weebly.com forward slash Maxis 2022. For more information, I guarantee you there's a link. Yeah, there's a link. Um, we also have more special events coming up in 2023 on January 27th. It is the 8th uh, annual podcast promo rumble Ooh. featuring not only predictions for the Royal Rumble, but also Travis Walker Anderson will be defending the Max Wrestling World Championship against the Phoenix in a promo exhibition. This goes all the way back to Promo Slam when Travis secretly attacked Phoenix from behind. They got unfinished business. The anticipation is building. And hold on to your hats because Promo Mania 8 is coming at you March 28th and 30th, a two-night event of epic proportions. And we already know two matches that are booked. And one of them was made in a year in advance by the man joining us today. Daniel Crimmins will be cashing in his Iron Bank contract. And he is not interested in gold. He is only interested in guaranteeing himself a main event spot. As he's going to go one-on-one -on -one with the scariest motherfucker there has ever been in Max Wrestling. And that is the Demoness. And they go one-on-one -on -one in a promo exhibition. I'm praying for you, homie. Praying for you. And she, she's been scarily silent. We haven't seen her since uh, Trivia Takeover last, this past year. That's the most scary part. Um, and we're making history as Cypher and the Walker square off against Phoenix and The Shape for the first time uh, ever. For the first ever. 
Match Wrestling Tag Team Championships. First ever Tag Team Champions will be crowned at Promo Mania. For more information on these two events, go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash rumble8 or slash promo mania8. Beautiful shit. Uh, it is going to take some getting used to for that new website. We'll get there. We'll get there. <clears throat> um, but now, for stupid shit people say online, this is shit Mark say. Would you just stop it already? Tell me you did not just say that. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Sit down, Marks. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> Has anybody not been very oozy on TikTok this week? We had it, it is it we're literally at the point of, of of our life and on the TikTok realm where there is like two negative cats. And one of them went into hiding and thank God for that. And the other one just will not stop. My man Strawberry Candies is on the motherfucking just he's on the hunt for blood. He is quite literally the definition, as I said last week and in weeks prior, of a flip-flop pancake. He is the Hanukkah fucking potato cakes he is whatever the fuck you want to call him he's the ihawks ihop fucking stack of pancakes whatever motherfucker flip flop like nobody's business flip flop like nobody's business he does and now his whole thing is they want to attack aew's superstars because they had a small role in that live action version of a christmas story but then again Every fucking like Christmas Eve, there's multiple Christmas matches on WWE that he didn't talk shit about. There's all kinds of fucking over the top innuendos about Santa Claus that he never brings up. But you know, hey, AEW does it and it's an outrage. Like, come on, bud. Are we gonna literally we're literally gonna play one side of the coin here? We're literally gonna play one side of the coin. You're gonna tell me in the Super Bowl they flip one side of the coin, and if it don't land on heads, they're gonna flip it again. That's what you're gonna tell me. Did we get a, a miracle on 34th Street fight this year? It'll probably happen tomorrow. Yeah, probably. We get that every fucking year. I'm just I, exactly. If it didn't happen on Monday, it's gonna happen on Friday. Well, you gotta realize uh, Friday's uh, December 23rd, so Christmas Eve Eve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, on the Twitter side of things, first up this week we have I'm Jay, the unenigmatic enigma. Um, report went out this week that Maki Ito um, yeah. saying even if WWE off- gave her an offer, she would not accept it um, because she wants good. to stay in the good graces of AEW. Um, Mr. J Enigma says, we're good. We got Asuka and EO. LMAO. What's the goddamn funny about that? Okay, so you got your token so, Japanese girls. That that's great. So that's exactly what you're saying. Is you've got with your anime picture, with your <laughs> anime AIO or AIO or whatever AI or whatever the fuck that shit bitch is now then because goddamn TikTok, the motherfucker you make it stereotypes because you already got Japanese stars. We don't want you. Do you know that Maki Ito is nothing like them? Is nothing like an EO? Is nothing like an Oscar? Can she be a killer? Sure, but she's fucking funny. She is a character. She is a former pop star turned professional wrestler. Okay? And because of that, she's also fucking sick and twisted. 
that, that pop star life begins, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? She's sick, twisted. She's different, homie. She's different. And that's exactly why you're like, we're good. Because you don't like different. You like stereotype. You like cut down the middle. You like cut and dry. You're from Japan. You better be a high flyer and not speak no English. She, she speaks English. And she's not a high flyer. So now you don't want her because of that? Take your stereotypes and get the fuck out of here. Right in the bin. Get in the bin. Um, most, most of us don't really have a quota for a nationality. We just want good wrestling. So. Facts! Get in the bin. Um, next up, we have Corbin. Of course, your name is Corbin. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE sent out a tweet. Who snapped the most must-see Instagram photos this week? And the thumbnail features Liv Morgan and Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is um, hey. leaving something not very much to the imagination in a little Christmas dress. And Corbin says you can tell she has a kid based off her breasts. I mean... Fuck happy Corbin. We got happy handshake Corbin over here. I mean, this guy is fucking extra happy. Calm down, <laughs> homeboy. Keep your hands where we can see him. Uh, t- t- that's t- not t- creepy or anything. No, like, that's the first thing you know. I mean, it... it's hard not to. Let's keep it on. Yeah, but you, you don't you have, to, have we... to point it out. There's these things that we, we have in our brains. They're called inner monologues. And you could just be like, you could you could literally recite the entire thing from Wedding Crashers about being a motorboat and son of a bitch in your head and not have to put it on Twitter, but you put it on Twitter and you've got nobody likes the thing. That's the thing that's killing me right now. It's you put a fucking goddamn post up on the goddamn Twitter machine and not nobody is liking your opinion, but they're commenting on your shit. They're probably calling you goddamn pervert because I don't I mean, again, I understand it. Um it is a narrative that's been pitched by multiple women, especially most recently um, by Athena as, you know, being skinny or being a sex symbol should not be the way to get into WWE. But, mm-hmm. hey, that's what they want. And because of that, they're getting paid big money and they, to show off their sexuality. I mean, we see Mandy Rose. She's making all the money, boy, all the money to the point where she don't need to eat no more. Hell, at this rate, with cats like this, these ladies don't need to be in the E at this point either. All because you is a creepy bastard, Corbin. Not happy Corbin. Creepy bastard, Corbin. In the fucking bin. In the bin. Oh, man. T- take a cold shower and get in the bin. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it, it wasn't really a horrible week for the Marks, but that, they are Marks, and that's the shit they say. Oh, fuck it. Go take a cold shower. <laughs> um, Now it's time. For a little something different, it it wouldn't really be Christmas without a surprise. So, surprise! Check this out. summoned 
to wish you all a very violent Christmas and I'm a healthy new year. <laughs> Hello, Daisy. Or should we call you Daniel Cremens? Apologies, mortal. We, unfortunately, haven't been around for a while. <laughs> but you have still been trying. Next year, I'm coming for you. You wanted a match? <laughs> Brave. I think not. I will see you next year. Phoenix. We did not coward away from you, my sweet. <laughs> you will find out soon enough. Embrace the madness. Embrace the darkness. Every body dies. <laughs> Christmas is almost upon us and with it comes darkness in the form of the demoness. I mean, just saying, we haven't seen her since Trivia Takeover. She has finally risen from the shadows to address Ooh. DC. And also a little nod to the Phoenix because, of course, she didn't... Um, she wasn't there for their fight at Promo Slam, so... Mm. Lord only knows what she has in mind before Promomania next year. Shit, I might not want to know. <laughs> I mean, at one point she was supposed to be the um, hidden assassin of the House of Ashes, but she seems to be her own entity right now. Let me put it to you. Let me put it to you like this: She is what we call a mercenary, and when the mercenary gets her job, their job done. To the wind they go. That's exactly what she was. She was exactly what the House of Ashes needed at the time. But unfortunately, we didn't need to be hiring outside help no more. Today, now, that's why we the outlaws. We out here killing. We out here being assassins. Even though I'm still scared as shit. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, I'm scared as shit. Well, uh, she, she uh, clearly doesn't play well with others. You're fucking telling me, dude. <laughs> I, I, I poked the bear and you got a you got a fucking polar bear. Jesus huh. Christ. And now we have finally heard from the demoness. Happy Christmas, everybody. Uh, who, who, who thought Krampus was the only Christmas demon around? Yeah, Krampus ain't got <laughs> shit on her, boy. <laughs> good movie, um, though, boy. Very good. Yeah, very, very unex- unexpected, I think. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really what I was expecting, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but thank you for spending your Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve with us. Um, before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. 
That's right. Finals are over. Your boys finished this semester with a 3-0. Actually, a 3-2 if I finish it correctly. So because of that, yeah, the little golfy clap happens. And because of it, Retro comes back so freaking hard. It's not even funny. And of all the days, of all the days, your boys got to cover the return of Retro Rewind. We going back December 23rd, 1996. That's right. We're pretty much almost par to par at this point. Um, match of the night, and I'm just going to keep it funky with you. Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, if you want to fight me, I'll meet you in the parking lot. It is a part of the semifinal for the WCW United States Championship Tournament. These boys could not do wrong if they wanted to. Fantastic stuff. And uh, shockingly, not too bad of a match from a young man that we call Rocky Maivia, who was hanging out on Raw and went up against Salvatore Sincere. Nice. You want to get on this episode of The Rewind. We're going to be coming as hard as possible. The game has changed. I'd said it last week that we're going to be hitting Twitch hard. We started hitting Twitch hard already. We're on there playing the goddamn Modern Warfare. Yes, you're going to hear me scream, yelling, and cuss all kinds of profanities. Come on and jump in there with me. Let's get My down with it. God, Salvatore Sincere is literally Tony D'Angelo's daddy. Uh, uh, hey, no lies, boy. He is a thousand percent Tony D'Angelo's daddy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here are the socials again. You can find us on the Evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain Five One Two, and at SMR Podnet. Check out the website MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com. I believe is what it is. There it is. All right, and don't forget to hit the sub and follow button on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the socials, mate, especially Facebook, especially YouTube, especially all of them. We are two people away from the twelve hundred on TikTok. And we are a whopping, I want to say, 34 away from 400 on YouTube. Our goals are huge, and we need y'all help to do it. If you're watching this now, share with your friends. You like bits of it, tell your people about it. Share clips of this. More and more and more are going to come out. Where I'm hoping to start doing some shorts on YouTube of this show so y'all can catch us at any length of time. Yeah. Um, and of course, don't forget the Maxis on New Year's Eve. Uh, we now know who who's going to be challenging the champions, and well, I know some of the results, but you'll find out, of course, New Ooh. Year's Eve. Let's go. Um, with that said, join us next week for one last episode before we close out 2022 at the Maxis Awards. Have a very merry and pleasant Christmas, everybody. Maliki Likimaka, thank you, of course, to our special guest DC Daniel Crimmins for joining us. You've been watching The Cap and Mo and DC. Goodbye. And good night to all. Bye. Merry Christmas to all. To all, shut the hell up. Especially to Marks.
next week on the final episode of 2022. You will have an update about your title defense at Podcast Promo Rumble. On behalf of Dragon Club, sleep well and Merry Christmas.